This is Kale McCutcheon with Patch Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to Help Desk with Joe. This is episode 33 with our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. Thank you for turning in. All right, I have with us here today Joe, and we're doing this show remotely. So, Joe, welcome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. And it's kind of weird welcoming you to your own show remotely, but, but that's where we're at. Right. Uh, so it, it sounds weird because normally our intro is, oh, it's Joe, and you're sitting right here. So a little bit different deal, but still, it's awesome that you worked this out for us uh, so that we can do remote shows. And uh, I think we're going to have some other folks start calling in to continue with the shows. So pretty neat stuff all the way around. Uh, and as usual, A&M Digital Technologies power and all this stuff. And Joe and Cena doing all the heavy lifting behind the scenes here for everything we do at Patch. But uh, this is Help Desk with Joe. So, uh, Joe, you as usual, you're helping consumers. You're helping out private individuals, businesses. And this week's lineup is another example of uh, helping out folks and ha- helping them make good choices with technology. And, of course, the tip of the week is always uh, a great one. And uh, I got to say, I think you'll have trouble following up with the last two weeks of tips of the weeks because those last two ones were knocked out of the park by you. You did such a good job with those. My family put both of them into play. Um, so if you haven't got those, make sure you go back and listen to the previous shows because they're just great shows. Well, actually, we didn't talk about it before the show, but this week's tip of the week uh, was inspired by our conversation we had last week uh so I'll, I'll, I'll leave the surprise to the end. Okay, yeah. Sounds, I don't even know what it is, so we'll all be surprised. But, uh, yeah, good <laughs> stuff. If it's as good as the last two weeks, I'm in no matter what. So I'm usually in anyway because you take good care of us that way. So, All right, well, uh, I've done a lot of rambling right there all at once just because I haven't talked to you very much, and this remote show makes it harder uh, for me to gauge you know, what we're talking about and so forth. But uh, let's get started with Help Desk with Joe. And, Joe, it's your show, so uh, get us going, man. All right, so the first news topic of this week is a Walmart and the Nextdoor app team up to with a new Neighbors Helping Neighbors program among, uh, amidst all this whole COVID-19 chaos. Okay, that's an interesting deal. Um, I'm assuming it has to do with shopping if it's Walmart then. Yeah. So what this is is I had never. I don't. I haven't heard of the app until last night when I was doing my research for the show. Okay. And Nextdoor is an app that you can create a an area for your community, and it's literally for your community. And all your neighbors can join in, and you guys can uh, keep in constant contact with with each other if there's something going on, or if there's a disaster, or, or whatever or if there's some kind of crime going on or a house fire or whatever, you guys can keep in communication with each other through this app. And when I say in your community, uh, it works with any community, including Roan County, which which was a shocker to me because, you know, a lot of these apps, whenever they first launched, they're for much more metropolitan areas. Right, urban areas where we're, we're very rural. If you're listening to the show and you're not familiar, we have 15,000 people in our entire county. Uh, we have one high school for the entire county, so we're very small. And, and our, our county seat's got you know twenty five hundred people in it here in our town, so pretty rural. Right, and and, and to give some speculation, we have four red lights county wide. <laughs> there you go. That's a great way to describe it. And you know, and it's not 
anything unfamiliar to see a tractor go rolling through town or a hay wagon and stuff like that. So we're pretty uh, right. pretty affluent rural folks. So it is nice that we're included in that. That's pretty awesome. Okay. So what's it about? What's the backbone for it? So, so I'll t- talk about the new story, then I'll talk about the app. So the new store says retail giant Walmart is actually uh, teamed up with Nextdoor to announce a program yesterday dubbed Neighbors Helping Neighbors, and their aim is to make it easier for community members to reach out to each other amongst this whole uh, chaos. So it's offering to all cities nationwide, and actually it's uh, allowing, like I said, allowing neighbors to stay in constant communication and be able to help each other out. So uh, the in an exclusive interview with USA Today, Walmart Chief Customer Officer Janie Whiteside called the program a hyper-local way to pay it forward, and it also helps Walmart on the back end of things to limit, help limit the shoppers uh, in their stores. Right, right, limit exposure. Okay. Right. So it, it's actually helping out both things. So if you have one neighbor that's going to be shopping, if they can help two, you know, one or two, maybe even three households all at the same time. Yeah. Well, there's at least three less people going to the store. And that is tailored for our community here. We have a really good support system for our county and for our communities and our small communities um, where neighbors take care of neighbors. And, you know, everybody takes care of our seniors and looks out for our kids. So uh, that's that's pretty tailor-made for us here in West Virginia. We're very rural in Appalachian, but... Uh, we have that sense of pride and care for our neighbors uh, across the state. So that's awesome. Right. So Walmart may teamed up with Nextdoor to help with this whole issue is that Nextdoor has actually taken the steps to make sure that you do actually live in the community that you say you live in. So I can't be living sitting in California and say, yeah, I'm your next door neighbor in Spencer and can't help you out with anything. Yeah, trying to scam you. Yeah, so I actually went on there last night and was I set up the app and I, I created my account and all that and it was it, it's really neat. So what I did is I created a map. I pulled up the map and what I first did is I was going to do the entire Spencer area, you know, from both ends of Route 33 to you know out our way. Right. And so I drew the map and 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 got an error at next door said that that's too big you're not in your community you are there's that's too big of an area to cover i was like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so to give you an idea dave what i where i covered is i put from what we call the route 36 bridge yep to to speed which is in your neck of the woods yep so that's probably a seven mile spread maybe yeah roughly so I, I created the map on there, and then I actually uh, gave it a name for the area so people know what map it's in. And literally, as soon as I put it in there, it wasn't but a few minutes later, uh, I had a couple of people actually pop up. Uh, Chuck Connor was actually one of, one of the neighbors that showed up. So you may actually want to talk to Chuck, talk to Chuck about this and see, see what he, his experience is with it. But he actually just popped up there last night yeah. after I after I set it up. So I went in there and messed with it, and it's really neat. Like I said, you can go in there, and instead of using social media like Facebook and places like that where not everybody's on there, right, right. everybody everybody in your community can log in, and you don't have to have a Facebook or a Twitter or anything like that. You can just create your own login on there and literally just communicate with your neighbors through this. 
Nice. That is awesome. That sounds great. And and we know Chuck Connor. He's one of our patch folks and uh, one of our instructors and board members as well. And so plays a lot of roles here for patch. And he's always willing to help folks out. So that's wonderful. Pretty neat stuff. Huh? Yeah, so the app the app is absolutely free. I mean, there's there's literally no strings attached. Uh, now the only the only drawback I saw with it was, of course. Personally, I don't like to be a bother to people. Yeah. So one of the things it wanted to do was it wanted to send out flyers and and let let all the neighbors know that yeah you know I'm I'm part of this app and you should join and all that and then it wanted yep. to send a text message and all that and it was about twelve thirty last night when I was doing it so I was like nah I'm not doing that <laughs> yeah 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 because that that can again being rural and a little bit suspicious folks uh quickly turn that off uh if you start spamming them so makes it right. makes it tricky but also they got to spread the word so that's kind of a catch-22 for them i understand that right but i mean it's a great app it's absolutely free and you can download it free on ios android and you can actually log into the website it's just nextdoor.com nice okay well, hopefully that'll help some folks out here, especially during this coronavirus time when uh, it's harder for older folks, or I guess more risky for older folks to go to the store and they can get help from one of their younger neighbors uh, That's uh, will, A, just make life easier for them, I guess, at this point. So, nice. Okay. All right. On to number two, you have uh, some exciting iPhone news. Yes, yeah, starting today. And literally, I just got the email this morning saying that it's available in the store. Yeah, last night it was still available for pre-order, but today if you can get to a store that is open and in stock, you can pick it up in person. Wow. Apple has released a, a, an affordable iPhone, which is rare news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Well, yeah. And we were talking a little bit that, about that before the show started. That's that's almost a misnomer there. Affordable and iPhone in the same sentence. Yeah, so Apple a few years ago launched the iPhone SE, which was basically just a an older version of one of their previous models. Right. But with just a little polish and, and a little more affordable price. And so it was a huge success, so they actually brought it back with this new version of the, S, uh, the iPhone SE and it starts out at a price point of $399. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, what is that? what's that comparable to Android-wise? Uh, for $399, that would get you a Google Pixel 3. Now, the, the current version of Google Pixel is a Pixel 4, so that gets you the previous model okay. of Google Pixel for that same price point. So there, is that what you would call like middle-of-the-road technology cell phone-wise? Yes, and because the based on the components on the inside, it's basically an iPhone eight. Okay. And one and one of the big points that I was uh, impressed with was with the newer iPhones, they did Apple finally did away with the actual home button. Well, right. the SE, this new version of the SE, they actually brought it back. So if you want an iPhone that you still want that physical button on, the SE is the way to go. Nice. Okay. So they're jumping right into the middle of the market. How do you see this going for folks? Because um, I, I, I don't know. I'm an Android user, and for me, you know, the iPhone is a luxury uh, that people are willing to pay more for to have the status 
of having an iPhone. And I know there are benefits to each, uh, and especially the iPhone as well. But, uh, you know, having them come down to the middle market, is that, in your opinion, what's that going to do for them? Well, I think it's going to do nothing but help them because with the iPhone 11, uh, it was such a high price point, even at the 11 Pro, because they released the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro. They released two different models. The 11 Pro starts at $1,000. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So this, so you know, saving the six hundred dollars here is going to be a huge yeah. cost savings. And I know for in you know around here, my parents in particular, my mom has an older iPhone, and she's from the, the standpoint of it works. I don't need a new one. Plus, she's like the rest of us. She can't justify spending out eight hundred to thousand dollars for a phone. That's just yeah. Yeah, especially if you're, you're that's illogical. Yeah, the one you're sitting on works. Why would you? So yeah, that makes sense. So this will allow her to right. jump into a new phone without a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah, right. So is that a Mother's Day so, present so headed your mom's way? Is that what we're saying? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Joe. I'll put you on the spot with your mom. Yeah. When she listens to <laughs> yeah, the show, Miss McDonald, you're welcome. Joe's mom yeah. <laughs> is getting a new phone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as far as the specs go, though, I mean, it's really impressive specs. It has the same processor as the iPhone 11. Literally, the only difference is is the camera is going to be not as nice as the 11 Pro, but it's still going to be able to shoot 4K video. And it's only going to have one camera lens instead of three. And the screen resolution is a little lower compared to the iPhone 11 Pro. But, I mean, honestly... It's not going to be enough to go, oh, I really don't want that. You, you know, you can't, unless you set them side by side, you're not really going to notice a difference. Right, as far right. As that stuff. And that, yeah, that the, the cell phones are so good anymore. It, it's hard to say a little bit lower quality is really going to make that big a difference just because they're so high quality. Right. Nice. Okay. And it's hard, to, it's hard to justify that $700 jump for two more lenses and a higher-resolution camera. Yeah, yeah, especially if that's not something you're into. You know, if you just want it to be a smartphone, you know, and I, I, I'm shading that kind of towards older people. Like, my mom wouldn't, doesn't care about that stuff. But, you know, right. she likes, she likes right. a long, consistent platform and a phone that works. That's what she wants. Right, as long, yeah, as, long as it's steady and they can see the screen, you know, yeah. just because it's a little little higher resolution than others it's not really going to matter yeah okay well iphone users there you go your hot ticket starting today fresh off the press uh help desk with joe throwing you out the latest news literally <laughs> so that's awesome joe <laughs> all right well on to number three you got some news about the verizon hotspot yes yeah, so when when covid19 first struck uh sprint and t-mobile and verizon at&t they all started offering uh, hotspot data and was expanding the mobile data limits and all that to help customers cope with working from home and just staying home and all that. Yeah. So as as things progress, you know, one of the big things that we've all talked about is it's kind of fluid and it's kind of a moving target. You literally have to take things day by day to decide on who's doing what, where, and how things are going. So Verizon is stepping up and extending their 15 gig of additional data through may nice okay 
that's good. I think we part. talked about a few. I think we talked about a few episodes ago where you know all the carriers was offering extended data and hotspot capability and all that. Yeah. And it was actually going to run through the end of this month. Well, Verizon's already announced since hey, things aren't back to where we'd like for them to be as far as you know the country goes. So we're going to go ahead and and throw a lifeline and, and extend this out a month to make sure everybody's taken care of. Yeah. Do you imagine that'll put pressure on the other ones to continue as well? Yeah, I I would not be surprised. Of course, it may not be so much pressure as, you know, hey, we're just going to go ahead and extend this, no problem. Right, right. So, well, if they don't, I, I it'll make them just, look bad, that's for sure. So, Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, it's kind of just a gesture of good faith for yeah. their part that, you know, everybody is doing their part, so why can't we just do this? And in all honesty, I mean, yeah, it costs them money to do that. I mean, oh, yeah. there's let's, let's just call it the way it is. It, it does cost them money to do that, but just a gesture of good faith that, you know, helps everybody out, it, it pays for it in that back end. Yeah, nice. All right, well, that's good news for Verizon users. And then uh, if uh, anybody had quite that's something you could help someone with, right? Well, if they have any questions about their uh, data limits and their data caps and all that, I always recommend that they speak with their carrier. Right, call directly into your Verizon carrier. and Okay. Yes. And, and so it's, it's not a technical deal, it's just a carrier issue. Right. Okay. And and with with the, the extension, there's literally going to be no user input required from your party. It's, just gonna, it's still going to be there or, or just going to turn on. It's not something that you have to call and say, hey, I want this. They're just offering it to all their customers. By golly, easy peasy then. Nice. That's the kind of stuff we like. All right. Well, those are three awesome stories. And just to recap, the Nextdoor app, which is free and helps you out, and then the affordable iPhone coming out, and then, of course, Verizon's hotspot continuation. And uh, hopefully that will lead the other carriers to do the same thing. And uh, let's go into the tip of the week, which is always my favorite. All right. All right, so the tip of the week, like I said, was inspired by the conversation you and I had last Friday, as a matter of fact. Okay. A choice between uh, a PC or a tablet. Oh, nice. Okay, yep. You were, uh, we had a conversation that involved my 13-year-old daughter, Katie, and uh, she's doing some drawing stuff, and we were talking about the pros and cons of going digital with drawing, and you were throwing out some very good options. Um, she, of course, being 13, liked all the options. Uh, but you had said, right. you know, shop around, let me give you some different ideas and figure out what you want to do. So that kind of came down between a PC and a tablet. And, of course, I have limited technology experience, so uh, your expertise was needed. And tell me, give me my tip of the week and how this is going to help me out. All right, so, so when you're choosing, when you're in the market to buy either a tablet or a PC, and we get this a lot, but... So one thing, I, first thing I always ask people is functionality. What do you plan on doing with this? What apps do you plan on running on it? Or do you plan on just doing emails or online shopping? Or are you like, what, what do you plan on doing with this? Right, right. And, and that's usually the biggie as far as helping you choose between one or the other. Because if you're wanting, if you're wanting to type up spreadsheets and stuff like that, then a laptop would probably be better. Yeah. But if you're just going to browse the web and shop and, and use social media and send a couple emails, then a tablet may be more your style. Yeah, and I think what an important part that I took away from our conversation last week for my daughter was she's a student. So she's going to need 
to type up documents. She's going to need to do schoolwork at home, uh, especially now. But, you know, and even in the future, that's something that, as you said, you know, she'll use throughout high school and so forth. Um, that's something that she needed to consider. Uh, right. So I think that's important as well for students. You know, if you're going to type up Word documents and do their PowerPoints and their homework and stuff, um, that keyboard is a big sell. But you you had a way around that when we talked. So go ahead. I'll let you continue. Right. So and the thing of, and with that is, when when dealing with students, I always find it's easier uh, if you keep it more streamlined. So if the student if the school is using tablets it's probably best to steer them towards a tablet solution so then it's much more streamlined they're familiar with it but if you try if they're used to tablets and you get them a, a laptop then you're trying to compare apples to oranges and it's not going to work out well right and so for the folks listening out there the way our conversation went is that our school issues everyone a, a laptop so she was already on the laptop uh, strand um, and tablets. They use some of the tablets. Kale, did you guys use tablets back when you were in middle school at all? Didn't you have a rack that had tablets or you just went straight to laptop? Yeah, we used to computer labs and that's it. Okay, so you just had to computer labs with your laptop station? Yeah, we okay. didn't we didn't have the personal stuff yet. Okay. Have you do you guys have any tablets at your school or is it just strictly everybody's laptops? Laptops. Okay. Alright, I wasn't sure. I thought I saw somewhere. Maybe it was I do after school. At the middle school, they do. Um, the racks with the laptops in them, like yeah. they don't get to take theirs on. Right, right. Until sixth or seventh grade. But nobody has the iPad stuff, right? Okay, I didn't think so. I, I've been to a school somewhere in the state where they had the iPad racks, and the kids were using the tablets for science stuff. But okay, so here in Roan County, we're all laptops then. Right. Okay. So anyway, sorry about that. I got off track. Uh, okay. drag, drag us back on track, Joe. So back to the tablet versus <laughs> PC slash laptop debate here. So continue on, sir. Okay, so then the next thing would be price point, which is a lengthy discussion you and I had last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How so, much are you willing to spend on one kid out of three? That was the right. what we came down to. How? What? And, of course, she threw in she thought she was the favorite kid, so that should weigh in a little bit. <laughs> Kale's giving me the no, not trues look. So, <clears throat> anyway, yes. So, when, after you figure out your functionality, what your functionality uh, plays a big hindrance on uh, the price point. Right. Case in point, uh, a laptop or a tablet that you're just going to look up emails and do some social media is be much cheaper than graphic design. Right. Yeah, and that's that's what you talked to us about. High-end drawing programs are going to require more horsepower, which in turn means more money, and so a bigger right. budget. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Joe. <laughs> Try to help, Dave. Try to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, you know, you're right because those are things we did not consider. We were just like, well, any old computer will work. But as you start looking up specs for, you know, art drawing programs, Photoshop stuff like that, those take massive amounts of horsepower. And you couldn't just go out and buy any old laptop, uh, you know, or tablet. It had to be something that was capable of, of running those high-level programs, which is a point we didn't even think about. Right. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You can buy that $300 laptop and, and try to load Photoshop on it. Chances are it will install it. But 
it's basically going to be not functioning because it'll take 10 minutes for it to load, and then once it finally loads, it'll be excruciatingly slow to the point where you just give up within a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, just a lag. And that's that's what you pointed out, and, and Katie and I are both like, yes, that's an excellent point. So we can't go cheap on this deal and expect to get good results. Right. So, yep. Okay. All right. So functionality, price point. And the last thing is screen size. Screen size. Yep. I remember you talking about that. So, you know, in in Katie's case, you know, depending on which solution she was going to go with would, would hinder the screen size. So she's younger, you know, they can get away with, you know, using a 7-inch or 10-inch tablet, but with someone that is older may want may want a bigger screen and then depending on which solution you know you may want a laptop with a bigger screen or get a docking station for that laptop that actually gives you the ability to use a much bigger you know a regular computer monitor or a tv or even with a tablet you can get those adapters that will plug your tablet into your tv so your your picture on your screen will be as big as what your tv is oh wow yeah nice yep and i remember you brought all that up and that was a big a big selling point for her because she wanted to be able to see the the fine points of whatever drawing she was doing so yeah definitely a deal but as you pointed out to us you know hey if you're not doing a lot of drawing then and it'll be used mostly for schoolwork and stuff then you don't need to spend the extra dollars to get an extra two three inches of screen right yep so okay well, man, that is a great tip of the week. Out so far, you're hitting home runs off for me, pal, and I really appreciate it. And uh, that's what I love about the shows is not only does it help everybody out there, but it helps me specifically here lately. So, uh, good stuff. Kudos to you. And I, yeah, I, it, it's it's funny, Dave. You and I have these talks, you know, off air of you know just life in general. Hey, you know, and, and it's funny here lately. It's been surrounding your kids, which is which is funny that you know the the issues that you guys run into i guarantee you you know every other parent's running into oh yeah that's... and if not and if not just being the parents of a child but just trying to deal with life in general especially now you know the way things are going right now just trying to make the best of the situation and these are questions that we get every day from people yep yeah and that that's what i like about what you and cena do with AM digital technologies uh, your heart's in the right place you're just not a cutthroat business you know you help people out and that's why I came to you three weeks, four weeks ago and said, hey, I got a 16-year-old. I really don't want him packing around a credit card, you know, with a $4,000 limit or whatever. How, we need a way to get him gas. And this is ridiculous in this day and age. You know, and the next week's tip of the week was how to install the Exxon mobile app and pay for your gas uh, that way rather than packing around a credit card. And you have solved our problems. Um and Kale had, had tried that app out and used it. Cheryl, my wife, used it. I've used it. That's wonderful. And that's the kind of stuff that uh, really makes this show a pleasure uh, is because, like you said, real-world issues that you're solving for people. So that's that's really the help and the help desk part. And we're happy to do it. So if anyone's watching or listening and you have any tech questions, please feel free to send us your questions. We would love to answer them on there. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, you throw that in there occasionally, too, about if they have any questions that you could answer in the show or anything you might need some more news about, that'd be a great time to get that in there as well. They can uh, let them know how they can contact you or get a hold of you. Okay, yeah, you, they can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. 
and we're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at A and Digital Tech for all that. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Help desk with Joe and Dave. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you your finer podcasts are found. And <laughs> also be sure to uh, sign up and follow the Patch Turned Up podcast as well on those same platforms. And also make sure to follow the Patch uh, YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash rcpatch21. They're doing some great stuff over there as well. Yeah, and, that, and all this stuff has been powered by you and Cena. I always uh, I protect myself by making sure I mention Cena, who I know your wife who does all the heavy lifting in the background. She makes us look really good uh, and makes us sound she, very she knowledgeable. Has a- she has a she has a tough task of trying to keep us in line. <laughs> yeah, on task and going in the right direction. I understand. Uh, right. That's <laughs> the last time we were talking. You all have a, a child as well, and uh, we were talking swing sets for a half hour before we got back on track. So yeah, Cena does a good job behind <laughs> the scenes there. She didn't get enough recognition, but uh, so again, uh, help desk with Joe and helping out like crazy uh, with all the stuff people need to know. So. Get a hold of them. Any business needs you may have, uh, Joe and Cena with AM Digital Technologies do all our shows here and take care of all our computers at Patch, which is a massive undertaking. We have probably 20-some computers that we send out to our after-school sites that you guys maintain. And then, of course, all our studio broadcasting stuff and then all our office stuff. And uh, I'm always amazed when you remote in and fix our problems. And luckily, and knock on wood, we've... Uh, you had problems that you were able to fix in five or ten minutes remotely, uh, which just makes it awesome. So I encourage everyone, they're here local, one of our local businesses, locally owned and operated, uh, A&M Digital Technologies. Get a hold of them for any questions, and uh, as usual, if you have any ideas that you'd like to see us talk about on the show, uh, send them to Joe, and he'll do the research and take care of it, and he'll help everybody out. So. All right, we're in good shape, and Joe, I'll let you go. It's a Friday, and uh, we're running a couple days behind on our normal broadcast time, but uh, we'll be back next week with more Help Desk with Joe. So, Joe, awesome job, and thank you so much. Well, thank you, Dave, and uh, hopefully within the next few weeks, if this whole uh, chaos with COVID-19, if everything keeps uh, steering in the right direction, maybe we We'll be able to do an in-studio show in the next couple of weeks. Oh, I know. I miss having you sitting right here beside me so we can talk to each other uh, in person. But that's okay. We'll get back to it when the time's right. But I appreciate you doing all the work to let us get together and do them this way. It's awesome. Happy to do it. All right. Well, this is Help Desk with Joe. I'm going to turn it over to Kale, and he'll do our sign-off. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in and watching us. This is Kale. Okay. This is Kale, and you've been listening to Help Desk with Joe with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students. Patch, community and children first.